Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to a TalkSport Fight Night podcast special. Earlier this week, I caught up with Kate Jackson, who fights for the Bellator women's flyweight title against Elima Leigh McFarlane in Honolulu. It's historic because Jackson, from Cornwall, is the first British woman ever to fight for a women's world title in mixed martial arts. Let's hope she gets the job done. Here's what she had to tell me. I started karate and judo as a teenager in my mid-teens and it's just been an evolution ever since then, sort of one stage at a time, um, adding more martial arts into it, starting mixed martial arts and fighting basically to work out what happens if you put two people in a small space and um, they're allowed to use everything within reason obviously a rule set but all the martial arts combined like what happens i think everyone knows the answer to that by now but for me 10 years ago that's why i started i mean you make it sound so simple i mean it's one of the toughest professions on earth your father is a rural surveyor your mother's a bursar you know your brother and sister of highly intelligent people both younger than you i think you're the youngest in the family or the oldest the in oldest. the of the three siblings you're from newquay it's a population of 30,000 people it's a massive surf town it's a it's a um a coastal resort i just don't understand how out of this little town we get this person that wants to be a terror in in a fighting um, arena, it, it it does you know I'm sitting here looking at you and like I say it it mesmerizes me that you've chosen this ultimate challenge. Yeah, I mean it really is about that about the challenge, and I've got to the point where I kind of feel like I know what I'm doing now. So it's just about the progression in the sport in my career and um, going up against you know the best people they've got and seeing what comes of it. You have had a pretty decorated career so far. You've done very well in Bellator. Um, you lost to Valerie Letourneau, which, had you won that, probably would have propelled you into a fight with Elima Leigh McFarlane, the current flyweight champion, a Hawaiian. Um, and you also had a fight with Joanna Jandrejcik in her hometown um, way back, I don't know, probably three or four years ago now, isn't it? What have you learnt along the way about fighting um, professionally and have those two fights helped your progression in a sense and going away to Honolulu 
to fight a Lima, who, who is this ostensibly Hawaiian but has grown up in America in San Diego and, 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 and in California and studied there? Is it going to help you going away, the things you've learned so far against these very high-level opponents, and particularly the losses? Because you fought Joanna in her hometown in Poland, and now you go to Honolulu to try and claim that belt back for you, for us, for Britain. Yeah, I mean, I fought abroad the vast majority of my career. Um, I ran out of opponents in the UK in 2012, I think I had one fight, Cage Warriors Wales, in 2014. Um, but it's not really uh, been until Bellator that I've had the opportunity to fight um, my home country again, which which is amazing. I love fighting in London. Mm. Um, it's easy travel-wise compared to Hawaii. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think it's ever going to get harder than fighting um, Jana in Poland. It was her home show. Um, her hometown. Um, in hindsight, probably not a particularly sensible idea. It was it, it was difficult, and I, was, I mean, she beat me fair and square. I wouldn't make any excuses about anything going on in the background affecting that fight. You you fought for ten minutes. You fought for two rounds, and your coach pulled you out at the end of the second, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. The um, it took me a while to forgive him for that but um <laughs> it, 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 in hindsight typical fighter you're not beaten till you're asleep <laughs> it, it was definitely the right decision mm. um it, continuing probably wouldn't have been sensible but you learned your resilience in that fight didn't you that you don't you you, you will not quit there's no quit in you yeah um, someone had to quit for you basically <laughs> yeah the 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 doctor wasn't being particularly helpful, so um, my coach made what he felt was the you know best decision um, mm. under a lot of pressure. Mm. Um, so I I can't really fault him for that. It's just it's good knowing that going forwards, even if I'm fighting in Hawaii, wherever I fight in the world, it's regulated and you know I trust their officials, which um, which for me is really the most important part of sort of this next fight. We've spent a lot of time in the last couple of days filming together and it's fascinated me that, you know, you're from a kind of, I think, brainiac family, I'd like to say, from what you've told me. Your brother and sister are highly intelligent. Your parents are very loving and intelligent family. Um, as I said, you know, I'm taken aback the whole time thinking about you fight and then you do ninja moves for me in Regent Street under the Christmas lights while we're filming and you kind of explained earlier we were walking across um tower bridge and you revealed to me that when you were growing up that you you had dyslexia and it perhaps um made you want not necessarily to study and read but to find uh, an outlet that was different and it was a physical outlet and that's almost almost what's turned you into a fighter in some ways is that fair to say that you were explaining that I think so yeah it was um it's, it's something that made sense when I was a teenager I mean I love reading I've always read a lot but I think maybe the dyslexia it made the academic stuff that much more of a struggle mm. and I think socially as well. I I was incredibly shy, so it it was, it was a physical outlet in mm, a way. I mm. think uh, so that helped. Do you think MMA, doing MMA, being having a physical life for the last fifteen years has 
created in you uh, a person with much more confidence in themselves and that uh, you're still quite shy i mean i mean I've, I've had a lovely time with you for the last couple of days but the 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 the, the there is a shyness about you, but do you, do you feel that MMA has helped you, fighting has helped you be more confident outwardly, perhaps? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm sort of physically confident, and it translate. Well, it doesn't translate in all environments, but um, I'm I'm comfortable sort of you know with my team and um, in martial arts environment. Really, you know, I can go into other gyms, and it's um it it's a lot easier than it would have been when I first started, uh, certainly. And and we've also spoken about how, you know, obviously what you're doing is very pioneering as a woman as well. Um, there aren't tons of women fighting for a living professionally. And, you know, you, you've kind of explained to me that you feel very fortunate, you know, you consider yourself a feminist, but you're very fortunate, you feel, to be in this era for women. Can you explain that a bit more? Yeah, I mean, in a way, I thought that maybe it was going to sort of pass me by that the sport would become popular, more popular later on, and the opportunities that were there or are there for men maybe wouldn't come in time. So, mm. so just the fact that I can, I can train full time, that's absolutely amazing, um, and I'm really grateful for that opportunity. You were saying that that. Had you been around, I know you'd probably want to be around, well, t- be, if you were 23 now, not 33, yeah, you'd be become, nice. <laughs> no, but if you were around 50 years ago, you were saying 100 years ago, it would have been much harder as a woman to do anything um, approaching this. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't think I should have to be grateful, but I, I am grateful that I'm alive now and have the opportunities that I have because... I mean, even 20 years ago, it, it wouldn't really have existed, let alone, um, you know, sort of struggles. My, I mean, my grandmother was a, I think she was doing research at um, Cambridge University and she had to um, quit her job when she got married. And that's not that long ago. And I, I'm glad that it, things are changing slowly. Mm. Well, it's been a, it's an amazing time in 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 women's fight sports at the moment in in boxing and mixed martial arts because there's and in kickboxing you know there's a great uh, appreciation I think for women fighters now that we haven't seen before. Um, we have only had two world champions, uh, both men, from these shores: Liam McGeary in Bellator and Michael Bisping in the UFC. Um, there is a chance on December the 21st at Bellator, Honolulu, um, if you beat Ilima Lay McFarlane, to, to make history, to be the first woman, British woman, to win a world title. Um, what does that mean to you? And does it, does it get an extra something from you, knowing that you can be a history maker? Yeah, definitely. I hadn't even realised or considered that when I got the offer, but... Bisming in particular, I remember um, very clearly. I think he um, shocked. I don't think he shocked himself. I think he shocked the world. Um, and he tried and tried and tried again until he got there, didn't yeah. he? You know, he, he had semi-final after semi-final after semi-final, and in the end, he got. Sem- he, I think, he fought Luke Rockhold on seventeen days' notice, 
and won the UFC middleweight belt. You've had a bit of time to think about it, yours. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I prob- I think it's about 13 weeks out, um, which apparently is a bit short notice for a title fight, but um, it was enough. So, um, yeah, I, I was a bit surprised to get it. I thought I needed one more fight, but yeah, once I got my head around it, um, jumped at the opportunity. You've done training camp in Newquay, Cornwall. You're about to set off to finish off in Los Angeles and then you'll hit the Hawaiian Islands in the Pacific in the next few days after that. What do you know about Alima Leigh McFarlane? She was the first flyweight champion for Bellator. She's held onto it with several defences. What do you see the challenges uh, in this fight with this, this Hawaiian woman? She has a wrestling background, so obviously she she's really tenacious um she wants to fight on the floor and she keeps going until she gets it there which you know fair play um if i i mean i want to be on the ground i'm not sure i want to be on the ground at all costs so i'd rather i was the one sort of dictating where the fight took place but if she takes me down then it's it's not somewhere where i'm afraid of being Fascinating stuff there from Kate Jackson on why she fights and what she wants to achieve in there, in that cage in Honolulu. I'm Gareth A. Davis. Hope you enjoyed the TalkSport Fight Night podcast special. There'll be many more. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards... Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.